Hello, everyone. Happy November and welcome to Voices of CFMA, Construction Financial Management Association's podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders, sponsored by Old Republic Surety. I'm your host, Sal Marino, CFMA's Director of Communications. This month, I'm talking to Andrea Castle, an audit partner at Crow. Andrea, thanks so much for joining me today. Can you tell everybody listening what you do? Sure. So I'm Andrea Castle. I'm an audit partner with Crow in our Atlanta office. And part of my responsibilities include serving public and private contractors, um, really ranging from, I'll say, 50 million to close to 10 billion in annual revenues. And I've been working with contractors for 20 years. And for me, it's just an area that's been really interesting. My dad worked in the construction field, so it was something that I had grown up around. And to me, one of the coolest parts of my job is getting to go out and tour job sites that my clients are building and just right. see all of the, the really cool buildings, but also ones that are going to have a significant impact in people's lives, whether they be hospitals or data centers or um, life sciences buildings to build the create that next vaccine that help a lot of people. So uh, to me, it's just a really special industry and it, it carries a lot of risk. Um, and so one of the things I enjoy doing is helping contractors keep that risk lower. Very nice. So your your dad was in uh, the construction. Was this something you always thought you'd go into? Uh, not necessarily. I interned in the manufacturing industry in college and figured I would probably prefer working with those types of clients because I also like seeing how, you know, those processes happen and things are made. But then I decided that I didn't like auditing inventory very much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a lot of people think I'm crazy, but I enjoy the estimates involved with revenue recognition for contractors a lot better. And so for me, that was just a lot more interesting work. So I ended up uh, taking that path. Very cool. What did your dad do in construction? Uh, he worked for a concrete company and poured ready mix. Very cool. All right. Yeah. So how did you um, get involved with CFMA? So early in my career, uh, you know, we were encouraged to basically participate in the industry that most of our clients were in. Right. So it's not just our job to come in and and sign an audit opinion. Anyone can do that. It's how can you be a trusted business advisor to your client? And so CFMA was an area where, you know, our firm partners told me this is a great place to go meet others in the industry, understand all the different challenges our clients face, meet other professionals that are helping them, whether it be bankers who are getting them, you know, the loans they need. Maybe it's an insurance agent or a bonding agent. Um, and really understand how those other professionals help your clients with their business. But then by attending these meetings, also understand where your clients have concerns and risks and really need help uh, so that you can have a better understanding of those areas to really help them in their business versus just showing up and giving them a signed audit opinion, which a lot of people can do. And you're a, you're a CCIFP, right? I am. Um, so I can't remember my exact number, but I know I'm in the top 500, but I, I've 
got that certification a long time ago. Um, really just as for me at the time, I thought it was good because it made me study some areas that we don't typically see in public accounting, you know, right. the legal yeah. side, um, the risk and insurance side, the HR side. So I thought it would make me a better, well-rounded professional to be able to serve my clients, uh, particularly at the younger age I was at. I think as you move up, you start to see those things more. Um, but being, I think I was maybe a third year person at the time, it, a lot of those aren't areas you see at that level. Right. Um, and so then after I obtained my CCIFP, I then would teach uh, the courses to help people study for it after that. And it's just been an area that, you know, we've encouraged our employees to go get that certification because it really does credentialize yourself when you're going to meet with prospects or clients that, look, I've spent the time to understand your industry and I get it. Because uh, one of the big complaints we hear is that firms send out accountants that don't know what an underbilling is or an overbilling or, you know, they don't understand change orders and claims. And so um, I think that just really shows that you've taken the time in the industry to get it. And it's, you know, something we also encourage controllers, CFOs, other people at our clients to get to, because when they're looking for a job in the industry, it does the same thing, right? It shows that individual hiring that they, they really get the industry. So we are currently running our 12 plus membership promotion, which in my opinion is the best time of the year to join, because if you join now, we will extend your 12 month membership to March 31st, 2025. So you get extra time and for about 30 bucks a month, you get access to all of our amazing benefits. In your opinion, though, what is the biggest advantage of CFMA? So for me, it was in 2016 when the firm came to me and asked me to move from Indianapolis uh, to start our practice in Atlanta. And, you know, I'd been a longtime member of the Central Indiana chapter you know, I served as the treasurer on the board, just very active. And so then you find yourself moving to a, a brand new city where all of your professional contacts are gone. You know, you yeah. effectively know no one. And so for me, CFMA was just huge in helping me build my network in Atlanta. Uh, I immediately got involved in the membership committee because I knew that would be a great way to interact with new members that were coming on, uh, give me an opportunity to meet other people in the market. So for me, I think when I look over the course of my, you know, whatever it is, 18 years that I've been a CFMA member, that was by far, I think the biggest benefit to me um, was being able to have a source for a local network when I moved across the country. Yeah. And you're active in the Georgia chapter? I am. So I'm on the board of the directors of the Georgia chapter. And then I'm on the membership committee where I lead our new member outreach. And then I am also on the CFMA national membership committee. Keeping busy. And you're also a building profits author as well. Yes. <laughs> and for those of you who are unaware, 
Andrea co-authored an article with Victor Sturgis in the January-February 2023 issue of CFMA Building Profits called ESG and Construction. So I will link to it in the description of this podcast. You can check it out there. But it is a fantastic article, and I suggest everybody give it a read. Well, thank you. I think, but that just goes back to... You know, it's an area that's very new, right? A lot of contractors aren't, I'll call it in that Fortune 500 space where they're as directly exposed to it. You know, certainly the companies in California are going to have to figure this out sooner than later as compared to some others. But I think that's just an example of an area where people who are CFMA members can get access to information that they wouldn't otherwise have access to. And and resources that, you know, quite frankly, maybe whoever they're working with locally may not know about. And so um, that's that it's something that I've always enjoyed about CFMA is those articles and building profits where you got people with a lot of different types of expertise that can weigh into the benefit of everyone else. Well, as one of the assistant editors of CFMA Building Profits, I wholeheartedly agree with you but let's change subjects a little bit because thanksgiving is around the corner so favorite thanksgiving food either ap- apple pie or mashed potatoes and gravy yeah two good ones i'm a pie person okay. i like pie just to have it the next day for breakfast so are you a pumpkin pie, pie guy or what's your favorite i i am on pumpkin apple um not like sweet potato, not a big fan, but I, uh, yeah, literally pretty much any pie I'll eat. It's fine, but this is not a pie podcast. So looking at advice, do you have a certain piece of advice that you've received over the years that you hold on to, or that you're particularly fond of? I mean, I think as it relates to CFMA and just in general, being a part of associations, it's get active, you know, one of the probably more rewarding things I've been able to do is refer people into new positions um, because of connections through CFMA. I got to know people and then, you know, I may be aware of a position coming open and then I'm able to refer that person in. And so to me, a lot of what we do from a business standpoint, it's, it, it boils down to how are you helping other people, right? How are you helping them reach their goals? How are you helping companies reach their goals? Um, and it's just a really cool feeling now that you've been able to find someone that that job that's, you know, just that perfect fit for them. And so I think without establishing that network and really being involved in both the local and national chapter level, uh, you just don't give yourself that opportunity to make those connections. Right. And a lot of times, you know, for me, I've been with the same firm my entire career, but I've often seen that people that tried to do all those connections for others, well, then one day they're the person that needs help, right? And you have this entire pool of people that are, you know, just trying to figure out how they can help you because you've always been that person. So, um, and really you just, you get out of things what you put into them, right? So the more time and and effort that you put into trying to help an organization, uh, just, I think the more you're going to learn and benefit from it. Absolutely. And CFMA has so many different ways that you can volunteer your time that I think you could find something that really suits your strengths too. Absolutely. Well, 
Andrea, thank you so much for joining me. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we sign off on this episode? Um, I mean, I think a lot of people may discount their personal experiences and the knowledge they have and what they can bring to the table. And they often assume that, oh, because this person works for that company or because they've been in the industry for 10 years longer than me, you know, I should kind of stay quiet because they're going to have more to share. But I think everybody brings unique experiences. And maybe if, because you've worked in a different industry, you have an entirely different perspective that would be really helpful to others in CFMA. So I think it's just encouraging any newer members or people that are in general new to the industry that, um, you know, even though you may not have been here for 15, 20 years, you have just as much to bring to the table from your experiences because they are diverse. That's great. Awesome. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. And thank you all for listening to another episode of Voices of CFMA, sponsored by Old Republic Shorty. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe and share on social media. And if you're interested in learning more about CFMA, check out cfma.org. Once again, I'm your host, Sal Marino, and I will see everyone back here next month. Thanks. <laughs>